If there is one practice I would suggest every single person on this planet do every single day, it's not going to be yoga. It's not going to be meditation. It's going to be going within and connecting to your inner child. Welcome back. I hope you've had an amazing last couple of weeks. I had to take a break last week because I was chock full of sessions. So for those of you who really want to get a session with me, you may have noticed that my December calendar is completely full and half of January is also completely booked up. I am taking some time off in there for the holidays, but if you do want to get a session in, I would recommend that you book it now for the end of January because my schedule is filling up fast. So today's weekly channeled message is going to be about inner child work. I had an experience this week that was pretty profound and it's always amazing to me because, you know, I've done a lot of inner child work. I really have. And, you know, things still come up. And there are some things that I've been working through with a couple of my clients where they just they want the work to be over. And, you know, I hate to say it that the work is never really over. You're always doing something to sort of level up, if you will. Now, I can definitely say the work gets easier. That's for sure. But we're always sort of fine tuning based on new information that we learn or based on new energy we move into. So I'll tell you a little bit about what happened. So I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. We were having lunch. She is an amazing coach, sophrologist. She works with EFT tapping and NLP. You may have heard of her if you've been listening to the podcast long enough. She is Simona. I interviewed her in the early days of my podcast. We were just having lunch and you know, I was telling her about situation that I had with one of my family members. And we were just talking about it. And, you know, I was telling her, I was like, you know, I, I get it. I understand what is happening with this situation. I can see it from the perspective of, you know, that person is in their wounding. I can see, you know, all of the things that are happening. And then she asked me, she's like, but how do you feel about it? And when I really checked in with myself, I was like, wow, yeah, I'm actually I'm actually pretty angry. And she was just like, well, why are you angry? And I was like, well, I'm angry that, you know, this this family member can't just love me unconditionally. So she was really like adept at just sort of diving me in to that inner child work, which is so funny because it is something that I do with my clients all the time. And I often say this, that, you know, when we are practitioners, we often focus on our clients and we don't often do the work that we need to do on ourselves because it is harder. It is harder to do the work sort of in a vacuum on your own. It's so much easier when you have somebody else sort of reflecting back at you like what you need to go into. So that's exactly what happened. And so, you know, she had me go into talk to my inner child and I discovered something really profound. And it was part of the reason why I think I've had issues with romantic relationships in the past is because I haven't been open. And that may sound somewhat ridiculous given the fact that I'm I'm very open in the rest of my life, but you can be open as 
the current person that you are now, but there's the the little inner child version of you that is from your past that is still hanging out in your energy field. Even though I'm open as an adult and I'm open hearted as an adult, that little inner child is still running that programming in the background. So when I checked in with her, she had this force field around her because she didn't feel safe to be loved. And the reason why is because the type of love that she received when she was a child was not the love that she could receive or it was not the love that she knew to be unconditional love. And so she put this force field around her because she didn't want to receive what she was getting. She wanted to receive something else. And so she's going around to all sorts of people saying, can you please give me love? And then when they try, it doesn't reach her because she's got this force field. So I basically was able to pop the force field. The second I did that, she just felt very vulnerable and very fearful. And she said that she didn't want to leave me. She wanted me to stay with her the whole time. And so I did. And so this is how I'm, I'm sort of working with that inner child to help her feel safe to be loved and be open to love in all forms, not just the forms that she deems safe or the forms that she feels are the correct forms. So this is something that I wanted to bring up because we all have that little inner child within us. And we all have a multitude of experiences and memories as a child that maybe we didn't process. When you're able to process those things or when you're able to look at those things and then work with that inner, inner child, what it does is it clears out that, that old programming from your energy field that's running in the background. And I mentioned in the last episode about psychic debris that, that essentially your energy field is what you lead with. So whatever you have hanging out in your energy field, so let's say, you know, that little inner child was maybe 15 or 20% of my energy field, that force field that's repelling love is still there and it's still active. So now that I've integrated that experience, I'm still working with her. And it's interesting because since that day, I've been really trying to connect to that inner child. It's been actually a little hard. It's been a little difficult to do it on my own. That is one of the things that I'm going to ask my guides to give us some information about is sort of what we can do in these situations and what are some effective ways to help us to let love in, to heal that, that portion of us that is still feeling unsafe to love. And I do have to mention that it's, it's pretty amazing when this kind of stuff happens because I was doing this, this work with Simona at a lunch. The second I got out of lunch, my divine counterpart had texted me. That is proof for me that when I'm doing that work and it's a profound thing that I've done, that, you know, even if I haven't heard from my divine counterpart for months, like in those moments, it's absolutely undeniable that that, that work and that energy is shifting things within me. So I'm going to go into the channel and we'll see what comes up. If you are not loving and if you are not receiving love, you can guarantee that there is a blockage there. If you go from the standpoint of your soul, which is pure love, and is able to give and receive love equally and effortlessly, you can see that any human resistance or blockage is what is in the way of giving and receiving that love. Every single person on this planet who is not able to really be in that heart-centered space is dealing with some sort of inner child wound 
is dealing with some sort of wound that is even from the recent past. It doesn't have to be from when you're a child. It could be a breakup that really left you brokenhearted. And so you're now afraid to open your heart. We will challenge you to ask yourself the question, what exactly are you afraid of? Are you afraid of the pain? Are you afraid of the grief? Are you afraid that you won't be able to get up out of bed in the morning if something happens? Are you afraid of what it says about you? This is all fear that is unfounded. Yes, of course, you have human emotions and you're going to feel pain, grief, sorrow. Those things are unavoidable on this planet and you must be willing to feel them. It is when you don't feel these emotions that these walls get built up and up and up until you can't see around them or over them. Think back to the very first time that you felt it was unsafe to love, that you felt it was unsafe to receive love. It often looks a little bit like blaming, well, they didn't love me the way that I wanted to be loved or they don't love me. And what does that say? That says nothing about you as a person. It says nothing about you as a soul. The only thing it says is maybe that person isn't open to being loved, or maybe that person isn't open to loving, or maybe you are in completely different energies and it's not aligned for you or for them. You can feel those emotions, those feelings of sadness or sorrow, and you can move through them and you can move through them quickly. You don't have to dwell on those emotions. That is where the element of healthy attachment comes into play. If you do not rely on the other person for your own self-worth, you will not be in a place where the second they leave your life, you are left with nothing. These are the things that we encourage you to look at within your inner child, within your past experiences. We're not going to say that it's easy. And especially with what Annette was saying about doing it herself, it is difficult because we have a hard time seeing our blind spots. In this particular example, Annette was seeing some of the proof of it in her three-dimensional life. She was starting to meet some new people, and one of the people that she met turned out to be emotionally unavailable. Does that mean that that person didn't know how to love? Not necessarily. It just means that they were just not an energetic match, or there was some energy that Annette needed to clean up within her own energy field, and that was being reflected back at her. She recognized this, she knew this, but she didn't know where to go with it. And that is where having another person helps. That is where having another person that can show that to you can really get down into the exact space that you need to get to, to heal that space within yourself. The biggest difference is the more you do this work, the easier it does get. The first time you do this work, you might cry and sob for days. And after doing this work for several years, you might shed a couple of tears or you might not cry at all because you're happy to meet the new version of yourself and you don't need to mourn the old version of yourself. If there's one thing that we can instill upon you as an important thing for you to do for your own self-growth, it is to dive into those fears of love. Where are they coming from? Is it easier to love some people than others? Those people that are harder to love, those are the people that are showing you things about you and about what you need to work on. And no, it's not a direct 
parallel, but it can give you a clue as to where you're being triggered. This work is easy work. It's not difficult. Once you get there and once you do the work and once you see what you need to see, it's easy to release it. The hardest part is finding it and then being willing to let go. That is the hardest part, being willing to let go. You cling to so many ideas about who you are and these ideas are preventing you from being who you want to be. Think about some of the things you have said recently. They could be things like, I'm not going to call her. I was the last one to call. I'm not calling. She needs to call me first. Or something like, the ball is in his court. I've put forth the effort. He needs to step up. You have said or thought those things anytime recently. I want you to feel into those types of statements. Do they feel expansive? Do they feel open? Or do they feel contracting? It is a defense mechanism to prevent yourself from being hurt any further. Why do you have that behavior? Is it because you're afraid you're going to be overgiving? Because that is something to really consider. Overgiving is the first step into codependency. There does need to be a balance. There needs to be an open-hearted balance. Are you open to this person contacting you? Are you open to meeting somebody else? Are you open to dating? Are you open to your partner? Have you been with somebody for a really long time? and your heart is still not open to them. It's never too late. You can spend time with yourself, with your inner child. Identify the places that feel fearful, that feel unsafe, and watch the world open up for you. One of the things that Annette has noticed throughout the course of this work that she has done, she's noticed her energy change. She's noticed people approach her much more often. It's because her energy is open. So this is not a cut and dry situation where you have to do all of your work before anything happens. It's all cumulative. Even if you open your heart 1% more today, that's 1% more than you had yesterday. And that is a step in the right direction. People often talk about inner child work and it's become somewhat of a common term, but do people really know what that means? It is about getting back to love, love for yourself, love for your shadow love for others and love for others shadow not everyone is going to be exactly the way that you want them to be and in fact you don't want them to be exactly the way that you want them to be where's the fun and surprise in that let people surprise you be open to that one of the things that is scary for a lot of people when you start opening your heart is that feeling that everything in your life structure will start to crumble and that will because once you are living in a heart-centered place hand in hand with your inner child, there is no room for being inauthentic. There is no room for living in lack of love and things will fall away that do not fit into your new energy and you must let them, you must let them go. If you hold on to the old energy, you will go back into that old energy and you'll have to go back and clear it again. Leave the old energy behind for good. If you think about that phrase, leave it behind for good, what does for good mean? It simply means that it is a good thing to leave behind the old energy. Sometimes you have things in your human language that you're very familiar with and use often, but do you really know what it means? Think about that for a moment. How would it feel to leave behind the things that you have worried about, that you've been fearful of, that you've been sad about? How would it feel to leave that behind right now? Because you can do it. Set the intention 
and it is done. You have everything within you right now to give your inner child the love that they need. Take a moment right now, close your eyes, connect with that inner child, ask them what it is they need right now and how they're feeling, and listen. Do not dismiss. Listen. You might be surprised what you hear. If there is one practice I would suggest every single person on this planet do every single day, it's not going to be yoga. It's not going to be meditation. It's going to be going within and connecting to your inner child. There is nothing that can't be done. It is about setting the intention. You must set the intention. That is the important thing about this work as well, because part of the reason why Annette was having a hard time connecting to her inner child the last couple of days is because she wasn't fully in it. She wasn't setting the intention to do so. She's connecting to her now, in fact, and it's easy. And it is because she is setting that intention. Sometimes the fear of connecting to that feeling can prevent us from doing so. If you need to say out loud, I am setting the intention to connect with that inner child, with that version of myself that is feeling unsafe to love. That's all that needs to be done. Often you make it so much harder to move energy or to shift energy when it really isn't that difficult. It is about setting the intention and having that pure intention of heart to really and truly do the things that you want to do. It is the belief that is behind it. And if that belief behind it is fear, you're going to prevent yourself from doing it. That is why this unravels in layers. You're never able to just remove something entirely if there is still fear behind it or if there's still sadness or guilt or shame. We often get asked the question, why is it that healing doesn't happen all at once? Why can't we just heal everything we want to heal right now? And we will say to that, you can if you have zero resistance. And there is not one of you out there right now that is in zero resistance all the time. It's a nearly impossible feat on this planet. It can be done, but we're saying nearly impossible, just given where you live on this planet and what is happening in this state of duality. But if you can get that resistance to be as low on the energy scale as possible, that is when miracles happen. Focus on removing that resistance and you will soar. Thank you. So that was another one of my guides who I don't actually have a name for. I have met this guide a few times. They're not particularly active in my spirit team. <laughs> They're saying that they are, but they just don't talk to me that often. Okay, got it. <laughs> so thank you for that. And that's also a message for all of you out there who are frustrated about not meeting all of your spirit team. I don't know my whole spirit team yet. I really don't. They, they make themselves known to me when it's necessary. This particular guide I met early on in my awakening process, but they never gave me a name and they don't show up all that often in terms of like when I'm giving messages or when I'm connecting in. Just know that they're there, even if you're not knowing who they are or if you're not knowing what their name is, it doesn't matter. Just know that they're still there, okay? I will challenge you to do this work this week. Try to connect in with your inner child every single day, as uh, as the guide was telling us. And I'm gonna try to do the same. And if you have any stories to share, feel free to put it in the comments of the YouTube video or on social media. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, at Infinite Soul Love 1111. I'm looking forward to connecting with you next weekend. I would like to invite you to an extraordinary journey to your intuition. 
This is a three-day in-person immersive experience with myself and Angie D. Canales. Basically, we want you to forget everything that you know about psychic abilities and let yourself be surprised. Some of the benefits to this workshop is that you can gain more confidence in your intuition. You can be more assertive in your life, draw healthy boundaries, make conscious choices, and find creative solutions to the challenges of your day-to-day life. One of the things that is really important on this journey is to be able to connect in with other people in person. Over the internet is great as well, but in person is is better. We can really spend the time together. We can cultivate a beautiful energy together. And every group that's going to come together for these workshops is going to have its own unique resonance. And we're going to explore all kinds of things like mediumship and channeling and automatic writing. We're going to take a look at the Akashic Records, quantum hypnosis. You're going to experience light codes in light language, sound healing and breath work. There are going to be all kinds of wonderful things that you're going to experience over these three days. If you are in Europe or maybe you want to use this as an excuse to take a little vacation, the extraordinary journey to your intuition is taking place in Paris. January 26th, 27th, and 28th, 2024. If you are in London, Angie and I will be there February 23rd, 24th, and 25th of 2024. And then the third set of dates for the first half of 2024 is in Amsterdam, May 31st, June 1st, and 2nd. If you would like more information, please head to my website at infinitesoullove.com forward slash store, you will see all of the information and all of the details there. Looking forward to all of you beautiful souls joining us for this extraordinary experience. If you are interested in learning more about me and the sessions that I do, feel free to go to my website at infinitesoullove.com. On all social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at infinitesoullove.com. 1111. Hey, and if you feel called, I would love it if you could rate The Heart of You on whatever streaming service you're using, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please take a moment, give it a review. It really does help the channel. Thanks so much.